What up, Ring Crew Army? And welcome back to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows. And on this brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast, we will be going over the wonderful match that, yep, spoiler alert, because we have a lot more things to talk about, that Jay White got the victory over Tanahashi. So we will be going over his new J-Pan match, Jay White versus Tanahashi, that happened on March 15th, 2021. The only reason why I'm giving you guys a spoiler right in the beginning of this podcast episode is so that way I could get you guys hyped for David Finley versus Jay White. And I'm saying that with a complete smile on my face. This is the perfect storytelling element that New Japan Pro Wrestling does. And I believe that New Japan Pro Wrestling does storytelling a little bit more better than other promotions out there. Every promotion has a different way of telling stories, and so does New Japan Pro Wrestling. But this feud in the making, or this rivalry in the making, whichever you want to call it, David Finley is going to go up against Jay White. This may be another clean sweep for the Switchblade, making it 13-1 and in their historic rivalry. Or David Finley might be the wild card in this J-Pan Cup to upset Jay White on his journey to go to Sakura Genesis on April 4th, challenge Kota Ibushi for that unified championship title, and then try to split it so that way his IWGP Intercontinental Championship reign and his IWGP Heavyweight Championship reign can be intact. Because that has been his plan all along. His plan was definitely to make sure that those legacies are intact. And I really wish those legacies will still be intact. I've said it many times before on the previous podcast episodes that we do not need one new belt for people to chase after, especially since now we have young lions coming in and they're going to make their own legacies and their own careers. And if everyone is fighting for that one championship belt, somebody is going to get lost in the shuffle and someone is going to end up being on a three-man tag team, which they may not want. So I just advocate for creativity and advocate for storytelling and while New Japan does have a strong aspect in storytelling, Kota Ibushi is now the complete heel of the New Japan land. He claims that he is a god, but trying to combine both of those titles so that you could be the first holder of that unified title to give you that leverage is definitely making you out to be a devil. But then again, here on the Square Circle Podcast, I end up breathing with the Switchblade Jay White just because I can trust in his ability to deliver phenomenal promos and make me believe in his message and his word and definitely make me believe that he can win any type of match that is set forth against him. But now we have an interesting development within Bullet Club. I'm not sure how many of you have a subscription to New Japan World. If you do not have a subscription to New Japan World, what are you waiting for? I love talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling on here, and I want to make sure that all of my followers can keep up with what I talk about, what I break down, and how much I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. So if you guys do not have a subscription to New Japan Pro Wrestling, I highly suggest that you get one. The fact that I am constantly saying to get a subscription does not mean that I am on their payroll or I get any type of recognition for it. 
I just highly enjoy New Japan Pro Wrestling and everything that it offers me. And you could go back into archives, just in case if I want to do a highlight podcast about any particular wrestler. But the reason why I stress to get the subscription is because of what I'm going to say next. So the New Japan Cup, the winner of this cup gets to go face Kota Ibushi, as I've said many times before. So now we are up to the quarterfinals where we have Jay White taking on David Finley. The winner moves on to face the next person. And then we also have Evil taking on Shingo because, spoiler alert, Shingo got the victory over Kenta. And Kenta was my pick to go over Shingo. But, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling has been fucking up my brackets ever since the fucking first matches. So my brackets are out the window. Either way, I'm here for the ride, and it was a pretty fun ride trying to guess who's going to make it where. But as long as Jay White is still in the finals, I am okay with it. So after Evil gets his victory over Yano, which was yes, because, man, I was just going to like call bullshit again if Yano got the victory over Evil. Like That would have been some bullshit of some wrestling right there. Anyway... Shingo is in the ring. He says what he needs to say about the tournament. Out comes Evil. Evil and Dick Togo decimate Shingo. And Evil says what he has to say. He's definitely going to get the victory over Shingo. And then there's backstage comments from Evil. And Evil mentions that he's going to go to the finals. He's going to face Kota Ibushi. And he is going to destroy the IWGP name of that belt and he's going to remake that belt in his own image. Now this totally goes against Jay White's plan of splitting the belts because right now I think Evil is in it for himself and Evil has always been in business with himself. The only reason why he's with Bullet Club is because the pandemic fucked everything up. So Evil was there at the time in the beginning of this pandemic. So why not just bring him into Bullet Club? And it might have been a little bit before that. And then Jay White coming into the Bullet Club when it was okay during the pandemic. And this is how we have both of them there. Sometimes I think they're considered both the leaders in a way. I would consider Jay White the leader and then like, Evil as co-leader because I could see that happening. They do work really well together in the ring when it comes to like tag matches, six man matches. Like it's really good there. The difference is that the thought patterns are not the same. So this is an interesting development where Jay White wants to split the belts up so that way his legacy can stay intact and Evil wants to destroy the IWGP name and remake it in his own. And I'm here for both of those journeys. I want to see if Evil does get this done. What will he do to the belt? What will he do to the landscape of New Japan Pro Wrestling? Will he turn on Bullet Club? Will he make his own faction? His own team? There's not much that was given. But the context of Evil's backstage promo had me like, hold up. You're going to go against Jay White. And if you happen to make it to the final... And it's you versus Jay White. And you get the victory over Jay White. This is going to be a very interesting turn within Bullet Club history. It may be another civil war. And I really hope it really does not. 
that last civil war sucked. And the one I'm talking about is the U.S. Bullet Club versus the New Japan Bullet Club, where it was the elite taking over the Japan one and then Cody being the leader of the U.S. one. Yeah, that one was stupid. I still regard it as something stupid, even though I played along with that at the time. It was at the time when New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor were having a partnership and it happened then. Thank God Tama created the firing squad and kicked everybody out. So that was a good thing. Anyway, back to this evil situation that involves Jay White and the New Japan Cup. And I will eventually hype up the David Finley versus Jay White. But hear me out. So do you guys remember on Twitter a month ago during the New Japan Castle attack? It was basically the road to Castle attack. And it had evil teaming up with Jay White. And Jay White took that wonderful picture that the camera person took and put it on twitter if you guys are not following jay white on twitter just go do that it's at jay white nz and he put up the caption that said the boys osaka bound and with the accompanying hashtags of hashtag evil era hashtag real era hashtag bullet club and i'm going to add hashtag winners because they definitely won that february 22nd match that had jay white and evil teaming up to take on okada versus ishii during the road to castle attack series and the only reason why i bring this up is because now we have a different change in evil and maybe jay white is getting a little too comfortable with all of his cockiness and that chip on his shoulder to not realize that evil has his own plans too while bullet club is a family and they have friends everywhere no one has sat down with each other and asked each other what happens if we meet up in the finals what happens if bullet club goes all the way to the finals because if you guys notice when they made up the brackets for that New Japan Cup, Evil is on the left side of the brackets while Jay White is on the right side of the brackets. And Evil got himself a buy into the New Japan Cup. Jay White didn't get himself a buy into the New Japan Cup. So there's some story bits there that are intriguing. But again, no one sat down with each other or even interacted with each other with these backstage promos to be like, well, you've heard my goal and this is what I'm going to do when I get to the finals. What are you going to do to get to the finals and maybe come to a compromising decision for what's best for Bullet Club and what's best for New Japan Pro Wrestling and obviously what's best for the wrestler. Obviously, Jay White thinks the world of himself and he has every right to do that. And he is one of the best on the mic, outside the ring, inside the ring, everything that Jay White does, his astounding work ethic speaks for itself. And I remember when he was a young lion, he said that in an interview that he would like his work ethic to really speak about him. And he has done a tremendous job in his career to have it done that. The same thing with Evil. Evil has a bunch of accolades under his name and his legacy and his career. And his work ethic speaks for himself. And he's definitely the number one wrestler to look out for, especially when your back is most turned and you're so focused on trying to save 
New Japan Pro Wrestling and trying to save everyone's career in this aspect. Jay White trying to save Tanahashi's legacy, trying to save Okada's legacy, trying to save Naito's legacy and trying to save David Finley's legacy too because David Finley never held the Intercontinental Championship title. David Finley doesn't have much titles under his name as it is. Luckily, him and Juice Robinson are the new Impact World Tag Team Champions. But that only gets you so far in the world of wrestling, especially when you're trying to go after your rival that has been leaps and bounds ahead of you in your career. Once they both graduated from the dojo, meaning Jay White and... David Finley, obviously Jay White's career just skyrocketed and Gato saw money in Jay White and Jay White brings in probably the most money. Finley has all the talent in the world. Finley is definitely the wild card in this New Japan Cup and Finley has something to prove. Am I discounting his amazing ability? No. He definitely stepped up his game during New Japan Cup and He's definitely matured as a wrestler and as a thinker. But I really do think that him being in the tag team is holding him back from achieving single success. Even if Juice Robinson is letting David Finley be David Finley throughout this whole entire tournament. It is surprising that David Finley got the victory over Chase Owens. My pick was going to be Chase Owens going over to the finals or at least make it to the finals or at least face Jay White because I want to see that match. Those two guys are really good in the ring. So, you know, just a fantasy booking of mine. That's all. That's all it is. A fantasy booking. But David Finley got the victory over Chase Owens and then David Finley got the victory over Yoshihashi. Right there, there was no doubt that Yoshihashi was going to get the victory over David Finley. And now we come to David Finley versus Jay White. Jay White bested Finley third... Excuse me. I mean, Jay White has bested David Finley 12 times. Finley has the one victory over Jay White and... Come March 18th, Jay White will be adding 13 to that victory list. So I am completely hyped for this match, as you can tell, because my brain automatically was like, it's 13 to 1. And I was doing some social media hype over on the Twitter side. If you guys are not following me over at Twitter, you guys should be. So follow me at Marie underscore shadows. So that way you can read all of my wrestling takes and know when a new episode is going to drop. So aside from doing a lot of social media retweets and social media tweets about David Finley versus Jay White, every single one of their matches are unique, whether they are in singles action or tag team action. These guys have a unique chemistry in the ring and they tell a really great story. Every single match that Jay White has is different from the last one that you saw him fight. Every single match he grows and he matures the same way that David Finley has grown and matured. The only difference is that David Finley has his own pace at how he wants his career to go. But at one point or another, his career and Jay White's career always overlaps in some way, shape or form. This is a bigger overlapping than any of the other previous ones, other than David Finley challenging Jay White for that 
IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship title in which David Finley did lose to Jay White. David Finley has not figured out a way to beat Jay White yet. The 18th may be a upset victory, but I am not counting on it. And I am not going to doubt the Switchblade at all. Switchblade always has a plan. He has Gato there to do any type of distractions that will probably come up in the match. And I want my listeners out there to really understand something. So I went back into the archives of New Japan World, which again, you guys should get a subscription for. And I watched the match between David Finley versus Jay White for that IWGP United States Championship title at Currican Hall. And this was the road to Dantaku. This was basically April 24th, 2018. They were the main event at Currican Hall. So that says a lot about New Japan Pro Wrestling's management and their faith in David Finley and Jay White. And it's not just because Jay White had the championship title. It was because these two can definitely put on the show. And their rivalry started in Currican Hall. Unfortunately, it won't be in Currican Hall come March 18th. But regardless of that, in this spectacular match... It was the story of who can one up who and who could be the smartest wrestler. Obviously, we know that Jay White is definitely a smart wrestler. And there were some times where David Finley was smart, too. He did the Blade Runner to Jay White in this match, turning Jay White's finisher against him. And obviously, that did not pick up the victory, but that did surprise Jay White. Jay White was going to push David Finley into the ring post. This happened once before during their meetings, but David Finley blocked that and reversed it on Jay White, where Jay White hit his shoulder into the ring post. These two know each other so well. These two know each other so well that the storytelling aspects are limitless when it comes to David Finley and Jay White. David Finley has everything to prove. And Jay White has everything to lose if Finley gets this upset victory. And imagine Finley going on to the finals to face Evil. I'm going to say it here in this podcast that Evil is going to get the victory over Shingo. Evil is going to go over to the finals. And eventually it should be Evil versus Jay White. Because now there's going to be a deep storytelling aspect there inside the Bullet Club. And what these two guys really, really want for their careers and for the company of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Especially when it comes to facing Kota Ibushi for that championship title. If it's Evil versus Finley. Finley is not going to get the victory over Evil. Evil is going to have Dick Togo in his corner and... That will allow Evil to pick up the victory over David Finley if it comes to that. All right. I know I'm supposed to get to the JY versus Tanahashi match, but let's do some fantasy booking, guys. Let's keep talking about this. So, see how I would have booked the ending to Tanahashi versus Jay White is that Gato should have come around and held Tanahashi's foot because remember during the backstage comments from Jay White Jay White was just saying every single time to Tanahashi to lay down so that way 
there won't be too much of a match and both of them could go home unscathed and not really hurting too much but Tanahashi is such a fighting man and has so much pride that he will not lay down for Jay White that's exactly what happened that's exactly what happened in the beginning of the match Jay White was telling Tanahashi to lay down Tanahashi went for laying down on the mat and the cockiness of Jay White was just so evident that Tanahashi went for a roll up got the one two Jay kicked out and bam there goes the match we actually had a really nice 19 minute of a match and you guys would definitely get the breakdown of that match in part two of this podcast episode I just want to keep fantasy booking anyway so the finish of that match I would had had I would have had Gato hold Tanahashi's knee as Switchblade covers Tana to really enforce the message of you should have laid down so that way he can conserve his energy for the next opponent and the opponent after that and then also when we come to April 4th because there's not that much rest time in between all these matches so that should have reinforced the point to Tanahashi to the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling to lay down for the younger guy who's going to save Tanahashi's career who's going to save Okada's career who's going to save Naito's career and definitely save his own career by beating Ibushi at April 4th splitting the belts and making sure that all the legacies are intact so I would have done that just to reinforce the point and have everybody understand that whenever JY says something it happens and it goes through now how would I want the finish for Jay White versus Finley to happen. Obviously, Jay White will do the Blade Runner and get the one, two, three and pick up a clean victory. Imagine if Jay White picked up a clean victory and Gato did not interfere at all. Gato could be at ringside and not do a thing and just let Jay White do what he does best in the ring. And that's what I appreciated when I watched their match in 2018 where it was really just amazing competition between the two and obviously jy does not need help from gato and jy does not need help from the bullet club but bullet club are all friends so it's not finley's fault if he doesn't have any friends that will be on ringside i mean he'll probably have juice robinson there but that's the only one but bullet club comes in a mass of friends you don't know where they're going to be coming out you don't know how or when they're going to help out their buddies so i rather have a clean match a clean pinfall or maybe even a submission maybe jay white can definitely pull out a new move over finley so that way he can reinforce to finley that finley is not Finley is not on his level that Finley is still not the best wrestler to face him and that Jay White is still above Finley so imagine if he gets Finley with a submission move and have him tap out that's more fuel to the fire and that's more determination for Finley to finally break through and start skyrocketing his own career but yeah I would want a clean pin, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're obviously going to get some interference from Gato in this match. But ultimately, JY is going to come out victorious against David Finley with the Blade Runner 1-2-3. And he's moving on to face Evil in the finals. 
Now let's talk about the what if Jay White versus Evil happens in the finals. Because I do not think it's going to be Jay White versus Shingo. But if it is Jay White versus Shingo, that's going to be a fantastic match. Shingo has definitely been giving really great matches in this New Japan Cup. And I'm very interested to see what he does next. But Shingo is definitely not getting the victory over Evil. Evil will advance to the finals. So if we have Evil versus Jay White... Obviously, this is Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. And I think this is what fans had wanted originally when Evil had messed up the G1 for Jay White. I wonder if that's going to play a factor into this once Jay White realizes that Evil is going to be in the same ring with him facing each other at the finals of this J-Pan Cup. Because during all of Jay White's backstage comments, there has been no comments about evil. There has been no comments about, oh, great job for advancing and giving props to his other teammates. The same way with evil. Evil has not been doing that either. Both evil and Jay have been focusing on their own goals and their own paths. And then eventually when they realize that their paths are going to cross in this tournament, that's when the realization can come of, all right, how are we going to do this? How are we going to not only lead Bullet Club, but also accomplish our individual goals? While they may work well as a tag team when New Japan Pro Wrestling puts them in tag matches, are they going to work well in trying to better the bullet club overall to make the world realize that bullet club is number one and bullet club is completely fine and that bullet club is still the top faction to fear in the wrestling world because if jay white takes a loss against evil that's going to set jay's mindset back a little bit and he's probably not going to blame himself and what I can see him doing is going after Tanahashi for that never championship title that Tanahashi has. Tanahashi has defended that belt once and obviously retained it. And even at the end of Jay White's comments, he said that once he beats Ibushi, splits the belts back, maybe Tana should just hand over that never championship belt over to Jay White because it will look a lot better on him. So imagine this. Evil gets the victory over Jay White. That is an upset victory for Bullet Club. That is an upset victory for the Switchblade Jay White. Jay White is highly upset. He's not going to blame himself for it. But he's going to go in the direction of going after Tanahashi for that never championship belt. So he can have some type of gold around his waist. So that way maybe he can feel good about where he's at and still have that confidence because right now he's full of confidence like 100% confident in everything that he does and he's confident that he's going to take the belt off of Ibushi but if he does go to April 4th and faces Ibushi if JY does this it's too early in his story arc to win back that belt that just got unified and then the story is going to fall flat and the last thing you want is 
huge momentum that Jay White has since February, since coming back after losing Abushi. It will technically be way too early for Jay White to capitalize and grab the belt and split the belt back and maintain the legacies. As much as I want Jay White to have championship gold around his waist, as much as I want Jay White to be happy in his pursuit to dethrone the god of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Kota Ibushi, I'm going to have to be in reality for a couple more moments with you guys and say that JY may not end up getting there just yet because then all that amazing momentum that he has accumulated just within two months we're going on the third month because we're going to go to soccer genesis it's going to fall flat and that would be a WWE tactic. And I know that Jay White is the smartest man in the room and he's the smartest man for his character and everything that he does in professional wrestling. So there has to be a backup plan. And that backup plan, if he loses to evil, come the finals of the New Japan Cup, he can definitely go after Tanahashi for a little bit, grab that never championship title and probably resume his goal at least he got a belt wrapped around his waist he could still say that he's one of the best in the world and he's one of the best in professional wrestling and he's one of the best assets that new japan wrestling has so he technically will not take too much of a loss too much of a suffering because he knows that he will always bounce back that's the greatest thing about jay white he's so confident in himself that he knows that he'll bounce back no matter what whether he has a championship or not not most wrestlers can definitely do that with their character sometimes they just spiral out of control and it's like that's not what your character should be doing after suffering a loss but then again you know no one really consults with me Anyway, if Evil goes on to face Kota Ibushi for that championship title, do I think Evil can take it off of Ibushi? Possibly. Evil is great. It's just that, does he have the means to really destroy Kota Ibushi? Kota Ibushi is on a whole nother level of being a wrestler and him in the ring with Evil, they're two different wrestlers they're two different athletes i think evil has a chance if evil uses bullet club tactics and evil tactics so when we saw evil versus yano during the tournament the lights went off and the lights came back on i popped for that i was not expecting that to happen and a lot more of those shenanigans should probably happen but they have to pick when they should happen because you don't want that happening all the time and then it gets boring and stale and very predictable but i think that if evil is coming back as darkness as his other personas before leaving lij then there is a chance that kota ibushi will not see it coming no matter if he claims to be the god of new japan pro wrestling because he is double champion well now soon to be unified champion I think that Evil has a chance to win against Kota Ibushi if he uses those tactics. And then once Evil does win the championship belt, I'm very curious to see how he is going to remake that belt in his image because, you know, Jay White has said it multiple times that all it takes is one simple request 
to the chairman of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shigabayashi san that he grants all wishes. So maybe he'll grant the wish of Jay White if he wins it to split the titles back. Or maybe he'll grant the wish of Evil wanting to take out the IWGP title in that name of the belt that has been there for years on end. And this is where storytelling is important and storytelling matters. Storytelling professional wrestling should be relatable to you, the viewer, the fan, the listener, whatever you want to call yourselves. It should be relatable to you in some aspect. So you might be asking, how is it relatable to you, Marie? Well, I live for this shit. It's like watching a novel unfold in the middle of the ring. You have your heroes, you have your villains, you have your anti-villains. You have wonderful thinkers like Jay White that will make you think about everything that he talks about and then try to figure it out like a puzzle. You have Jay White telling you that he is the best and he shows you that he's the best. And everything that he wants to accomplish, he has done. So there's no doubt that this guy cannot accomplish whatever he sets out. And that could be inspirational sometimes when you're on your own goals and you're on your own paths. New Japan Pro Wrestling is at a better storytelling moment currently. And that's what I appreciate from New Japan Pro Wrestling and everyone involved And everyone has their own little time and place to entertain myself and the fans. Their story arcs are unique to themselves and they may not be relatable to everybody. But you'll find a little piece of common ground within these stories, within these legacies that these guys portray on TV every single week. And... That will be the end of my analysis, because if not, I'm going to keep rambling on about New Japan Pro Wrestling, Jay White versus David Finley, Evil in the finals, Jay White in the finals, Finley in the finals. This is all great conversation. And if you, the listener, has made it this far, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and my ramblings. I love what I do. I love podcasting about professional wrestling. I love writing about professional wrestling. And I just love it with my whole being. Professional wrestling is definitely special to me. And I hope that it comes across to you guys in every single podcast episode. And if it does, just make sure to continue to support this podcast. And these are the ways you can do it. This podcast episode will be in audio format. Head over to anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. That is the home of the square circle podcast. The cool thing about anchor is that it gives you the listener, the opportunity to leave a voice message. If you want to comment on anything that I've said in this podcast episode or previous podcast episodes, please make sure to hit that button that says that says voice message. This podcast episode would also be in video format. So head over to youtube.com forward slash square circle podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications, give me a like, drop me a comment. So that way you can never miss another podcast episode from me again over on the YouTube side. If you want to take this conversation over on the Twitter side, make sure to follow me at Marie underscore shadows and we could talk about wrestling all day long there. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. 
And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the new J-Pan Cup of 2021. It's going to be a amazing ride and I'm going to be here for the whole entire time. Again, guys, make sure to get a subscription over to New Japan World so that way when I continue to talk about New Japan matches and products, you guys will be in the know and you guys will understand it better. And I'm here to help you as much as I can to try to understand the New Japan product. I know it's not for everyone, but trust me, if you're a wrestling fan and you love listening to my takes, just do yourself a favor and get the subscription because it's way better than the WWE Network. That's right. So you have been listening to an episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.